0: All right, big weekend news. Governor Whitmer again refuses to acknowledge the protesters on national TV. We have got flooding all over Midland. The governor lies about—maybe uh, she lied. I don't know. It—she it, definitely minced her words about it. And the Supreme Court makes a ruling on the lawsuit brought against Governor Whitmer. I'm Thomas Fry. This is the Home Splittercast. Awesome. So, before we get started today, before we jump into our our aforementioned topics, you guys are sitting at home, right? Or you know somebody that's sitting at home with nothing to do, right? You're listening to this podcast, you're thinking, good night. I am terrified that my government can just overstep itself far too easily. Well, there is good news for you. There exists a podcast. I know of it. Uh, I can tell you about it. It's, it's a secret right now, but we're trying to make it not a secret. So, uh... Yes, the Holmes Politicast follows Michigan News. We make sure you, yes you, are keeping at least one eyeball on Big Grutch to see what she's going to do next. Okay, let's jump into the podcast, find out what all the hype is about. So, we'll start with the flooding in Midland. That is crazy pants. Alright, they're they they are estimating that downtown Midland, I believe, is going to be under like 9 feet of water it's crazy. These people are terrified. They're evacuating. They've got shelters open. This is like the worst thing that could happen during a pandemic in which if you cram people together, they're much more likely to spread the virus. So I guess we've kind of been somewhat forced into uh, finding out how bad this virus really is. Uh, I'm sure that they're going to have testing at these facilities. Um, We're going to find out. You know how many people there already have it, uh, or at least I would hope there would be testing. Uh, if our governor is gonna, obviously our governor didn't orchestrate this, but it, I mean, if our governor is gonna evacuate the, uh, the 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 people and put them in shelters, I mean we've got a surplus of testing. We might as well like test anybody there that wants a test. Um, so. Yeah, we'll be keeping an eye on this. This is uh, crazy. Um, so how how did Midland get underwater uh, is the first question that, you know, a good reporter would ask. Quite anticlimactic, actually. Uh, <clears throat> too much water. Water came over the top. Um, I think it said water's coming through some of the gates um, <clears throat> because some of them have failed, not able to handle... The capacity—they're uh, structurally sound, so so the dams—the dams themselves didn't like burst, but the gates inside of them that you know let water through at a certain rate, uh, those were unable to handle the capacity. They broke. They're allowing too much water through, and there's water coming over the top. So, while they are structurally sound, it was a mechanical failure, it looks like, um, along with, obviously, a volume of water problem. So, a lot of Midland is underwater. Again, like I said, horrible timing. Um, but we're, we're definitely, we're going to see, you know, if people are going and staying with friends and staying in shelters and um, not... You know, Obviously, you can't social distance with this. So we're going to see how bad this virus actually is. So meanwhile, Big Gretch is on national TV again, disparaging the protesters in Lansing that have been doing a lot of hard work, trying to get her to listen, trying to get her to relax her stay-at-home orders. And quite frankly... I am getting tired of our governor doing this. It's getting ridiculous. So she goes through her whole usual routine about Nazi flags and nooses and carrying semi-automatic weapons and you know all this. You know, you know what? I'll let I'll let Governor Whitmer tell you about uh, the protesters there in Lansing. You know, on the national level, a lot of what we've seen out of Michigan is unfortunately the way. People are responding to the stay-at-home orders uh, in the uh, Capitol. We have seen uh, things like, uh, you know, organizers, uh, protesters, I should say, with guns, Confederate flags, swastikas. Uh, You've gone out of your way to make it clear that you believe these people are uh, participating in a political rally as opposed to responding to the stay-at-home orders. Why is it important for you to draw that distinction? I think it's important for people to know that Michigan is a state of almost 10 million people. And when you see those pictures, I don't want people to think that's really what's what you know the average person in Michigan is all about or what we are doing. The majority of people are doing the right thing, and because of it, we flatten our curve. We've saved thousands of lives. Yes, it is a you know a tough time, and yes, there's a lot of angst, and sure, I'm not universally agreed with, but. Even those that disagree are staying home and doing the right thing because they know how serious this is. What you're seeing at the Capitol are political rallies. You see swastikas and Confederate flags and assault rifles and nooses. That's not what you see in, as you go along Michigan generally. It is a, a organized political event, and that's why I'm not going to get too caught up and I'm just going to stay focused on, on doing the right thing so there it was again um all you protesters that you know are on the left that are democrats uh you're just engaging in a political rally um she 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 literally repeats the reporter verbatim answering his question in her question he literally just throws her a softball he's like hey governor you want to call all these people horrible people? And she's like, sure, let me knock it out of the park. What a what a pair of chumps. Okay, so we're going to keep moving here. Now that Big Gretch has told us all how naughty we are for protesting and for wanting the legislature involved in, you know, lawmaking over the long term instead of having, you know, Ordered from the top down like a queen. So, moving past her brushing all that off. um, Court of Claims, judge ruled Tuesday. The emergency laws under which Governor Gretchen Whitmer has issued dozens of executive orders in response to the coronavirus pandemic are likely constitutional. So, this is... Not actually a definitive ruling on the case; this is not the final ruling. Um, so this is Gus Burns reporting from M Live. Um, he's usually pretty, pretty decent reporter. Uh, Michigan or Michigan United for Liberty, the group that has organized protests against the governor and her stay-at-home orders at the Capitol, sued Whitmer in the Court of Claims on April twenty-first, challenging the constitutionality of the Emergency Management Act of nineteen seventy-six and the emergency powers of the Governor Act of 1945. The same laws at the center of the legislature's lawsuit. Now, we know what the governor has done. Um, she's used one law, or she's used, she she first used the, um, the emergency powers of the governor, or no, she first used the Emergency Management Act of 1976. That gave her the ability to make executive orders, declare a state of emergency, um dismiss the no no not to dismiss the legislature i don't think but to to go around them okay she then asked for an extension as the law demands that she must the legislature gave it to her fine we're we're cool we're all fine but then pressures start coming to open back up the people want to open back up operation gridlock We had a lot more than a tiny little band of protesters, and Gretchen Whitmer knows it. Okay? So, the anger came when the Republican legislature demanded to be a part of the decision-making process. They agreed to extend her order If she would make the legislature, you know, if she would give the legislature their power back. She refused. She declined. She said, I'm going it alone. So she enacted the Emergency Power of the Governors Act of 1945. That gives her 14 days of ability to make decision making on top of what the legislature. And the Emergency Powers Act of 1976 granted her. So that's where we're standing. She's using two different laws that are supposed to address the same thing. Generally, newer laws uh, override older laws. They they usually aren't both able to be invoked. <clears throat> but... Uh, this judge seems to think that they can be. Uh, I don't know that this will hold up in a real court. So what the judge said is... Um, if I'm reading this right, I'm not a law scholar, but I am a thinking human being. I can you know, string words together, um, make sentences. So I'm looking at the ruling, and it basically says the party... Seeking the reprise, which would be the legislature, is better off not winning than they are of winning. It's it's really weird. Uh, so the exact text is, The likelihood that the party seeking the injunction will prevail on the merits to the danger that the party seeking the injunction will suffer irreparable harm if the injunction is not issued. Three, the risk that the party seeking the injunction would be harmed more by the absence of an injunction than the opposing party would be by granting of the relief. And four, the harm to the public interest if the injunction is issued. So basically, this isn't a good case because there will be harm to your own party there will be harm to the opposite party and there will be harm to the public i don't think anything in there sets a legal precedent you know i'm <clears throat> i'm just going to go ahead and say that there there was there was not an appeal to legal terms here there wasn't a, there wasn't a, there wasn't any legal reasons. It was just I think that these things will happen. So I think that this judge may be incompetent or maybe partisan, possibly both. Who knows? Um I think that the legislature will appeal to a higher court. Despite this judge's uh, decision But obviously we'll be keeping a very close eye on this case We'll be keeping you updated Um, And yeah, all that fun stuff So, cool We got through all the important stuff that I want to talk about for today Uh, And it's going to be a little bit shorter of a show Because I'm going to be back on Friday with more Uh, Friday may be somewhat of a longer show uh, than normal because we're going to have so much that has gone on over the last week that, and I'll have more time uh, to do more of the recording. Uh, It's, you know, weekend fun stuff, Um, but I've got other stuff to do during the week. So we will leave it there for you for today. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening and remember to, you know, share the podcast with your friends. We actually have a website up now, live. Uh, yeah, that's exciting. I know. So uh, go check it out. Let's, uh, let's get some interactions. It is thehomespoliticast.com. Ooh, I feel so official saying that. Okay, so yes, go check that out. Uh, send us some mail. Um, I don't know, interact with the site, see what you can do. Um, I am aware that the iTunes button doesn't work. Uh, still working on the website. I'm building it myself, so uh, <laughs> it might take a little, little bit to get it to exactly where I want it. But it's there. Uh, go check it out. You can listen to the podcast from there. It's got a built-in player. Uh, it'll have it's, it's gonna have all kind of exciting features. So I'm really pumped about it. Uh, so thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, remember to rate, subscribe, uh, share us with your friends. Uh, you know, do all that stuff. If you want to volunteer to help the show. Um, we, I'm not able to pay people because you know I'm post still. Uh, need more funding for that, but there are a lot of ways in which you can volunteer to help the show. Uh, so yeah, send us an email um, from our website, our new website, if you would like to be a part of that. So thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you on Friday.